All right, welcome to episode 11 of Nerds Landing Podcast. As always, my name is Josh. And I'm Scott. All right, Scotty. Uh, this is kind of a light week. You know, not a lot of games coming out. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, some movies coming out. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, some recent current events. And uh, But let's uh, start with Louder Than Life. Uh, if you're one of our random listeners that doesn't reside in the Louisville, Kentucky area... Uh, this past weekend was the Ladder Than Life Festival, which is a two uh, a two day um, hard rock festival and metal uh, festival that takes place in Louisville, Kentucky, every year. Uh, this is my second time going, and this was your third year in a row. Is that right? Third in a row. All right. Uh, so, just some history. Who are some of the bands you've seen over the years? Uh, Leonard Skinner, Atreyu. Uh, Bring Me the Horizon, Beartooth, Star Set, list goes on and on. All right. Uh, so the first year I went, uh, you and I saw Laren Skinner together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we also saw Slash together. Or did you miss Slash? Um, I stayed for a couple of songs. Um, I want to say like the first two or three. Okay. And then I had left because there was another band that I wanted to see. Yeah. Um, nothing against miles but you know yeah something against miles <laughs> he, he's he's no he's axel. Not, he's not your guy he's no axel well who who the fuck is um <laughs> uh, yeah that's kind of the conundrum with these festivals it's like they have so many bands you can't really see them all yeah. um but this year i think they did a better job where they cut off the third stage a little earlier so you could just kind of alternate between the two main stages. I well, thought not that only, was nice. Not only that, but it felt like um, last couple of years there was like a fifteen or twenty minute gap between the bands that you didn't want to see, but there was no gap with the bands that you did want to see. You know, like it felt like you had to rush to get to the bands that you want to see. Yeah, except um, within the last few hours each day, so you could just kind of step over. Yeah, you just kind of step over. Or for me, I, I would just kind of stay. Um, I'll admit, uh, this wasn't my my best year. Uh, I uh, got kind of sick. You know, I, I wish it was from drinking or something like that, but um, I don't really hang out around smokers very much, and I've got really shitty allergies. And if you're from the Louisville, Kentucky area... You know, it's still like 80 degrees in October, uh, which is weird. You know, but, you know, global warming is not real, so whatever. Uh, so it was kind of a, a struggle, and it's like there was two bands coming up before the last guy who happened to be Ozzy Osbourne. You know, not one of my heroes per se, but, you know, he's a, a giant. I mean, Prince of Darkness. Right. He's a giant in that world. So I had to bite the bullet and, and get out of there. I, I, you know, uh, my apologies. <laughs> to Rob Zombie and uh, Five Finger Death Punch, but I, I've seen you. I yeah. don't, I don't need I mean, to see you again. Bo- both of us have already seen those two, so yeah. it's not that big of a deal. Do you think if you were there that night and you weren't feeling well, would you have stuck out two hours just to see the three or four Aussie songs that you like? I would have. You think you would have? Um, but it, it wouldn't have been for two or three Aussie songs. Like, I, I'm, I can't believe that Ozzy can put on a good show at this a good show at this point yeah. because let's face it like what is he walking on stage in his walker like <sighs> tell you man like, I, I, can you even understand a word he says at this point like I, I don't know but it's seeing Ozzy you know just like to it's, see him. it's I, I saw Ozzy 
you yeah. know. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't go um, Saturday, and that was the day that he performed. Um, but yeah. yeah, I would have stuck it out for one song. Um, that being said, I would have been huddled in a porta potty for pretty much the whole two hours while I was waiting or, for him. Or in the Jack Daniels tent or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I kind of talked myself into the idea. It's like, well, the Aussie I know is from video clips and DVDs and stuff. It's like, maybe I don't want to hear those songs. And Yeah. And I, I completely understand. Like that's, that's one of my things too. Like when it first got announced that he was coming, I was really excited. It's like, it's Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. But then I was like, wait a second. This isn't, this isn't 30 year old Ozzy. This is. This isn't even fifty year old. Like, this is eighty. Yeah, he's, he's pushing eighty. Um, I was lucky enough to spend some time with uh, my uh, cousin and her husband on uh, Saturday, uh, Tony and Brandon. And shout uh, out, shout out. Uh, they actually saw Ozzy at uh, Ozfest in two thousand three. Now that was like barely past your fucking prime, Ozzy Osbourne back then. So, you know, uh, you know, health, uh, health sucks every once in a while. So I had yeah. to bite the bullet. I missed all day Sunday, but luckily for me, there was nobody I, I couldn't live without on Sunday, but you had See, a good day Sunday. Uh, I had a good day Sunday, but I was very disappointed in one particular band. Um, so that, was that Incubus or no Incubus was solid. Incubus was pretty fantastic. Um, I, was dying to see Falling in Reverse. Like, I, yeah, I don't know I, much about them. I wanted to see them, and I've been wanting to see them for years. Um, and they they were coming a louder than life. It's like, this is perfect. I'm going to yeah. get to see them. It's going to be great. I'm going to have a good time. Yeah, um, it sucked. His mic wasn't working. Um, they didn't fix his mic for basically the whole set. Um, so you could, you know, his, he kept cutting in and out. You could barely understand him. Like I knew what he was saying just because I knew the songs, but it was terrible. So it was awesome. It was an awesome experience that was completely ruined by that one performance. Well, were they on the, uh, basically the third stage that sits by itself? Nope. Oh shit! They're yeah, on one I got, of the I got very I got very lucky Sunday because the only people I cared about seeing were on the stages that were beside each other, so I didn't have to go to the third stage. Wasn't nothing more on the third stage? No, it was on um, it was on the monster stage. Okay. Yeah, um, I looked at the lineup. And it's like I really like Stone Sour, but it's like I'll, I'll have another chance to see Stone Sour. Well, would, Stone Sour ruined Slipknot. And Corey Taylor for me. Well, you like way too happy. Are you more of a Slipknot guy or a Stone Sour guy? Well, I was. Uh, I never gave Stone Sour a fair chance. I'll say that. Okay. Um, you They've know, got some good songs. Grow, growing up, uh, I listened to Slipknot heavily, and of course, the first Stone Sour song that anybody ever heard was "Through the Glass." And, On the Spider-Man soundtrack. Yeah, and um, <laughs> did you have so, that soundtrack by the way? No, of course oh. not. I don't buy soundtracks. Well, back then it was kind of a kind of a thing to get soundtracks from movies back in the early 2000s. It was, but I never it was never my thing. Um, anyway, so like you know, going from duality and like I push my fingers into my eyes to I'm looking at you through the glass. Don't no, that was ter- that was terrible for me. Now I will yeah. say it's kind of flipped in recent years. Like I've kind of really 
dug into Stone Sour, and I've really kind of lessened, yeah, lessened the grip on Slipknot. Because after a while, um, if you listen to Slipknot for you know basically twenty years like we have, it starts to feel kind of the same. Oh yeah, yeah. It's so hard it's to, it's a nice change. Yeah, it's, and plus they got rid of uh, my favorite drummer of all time, um, Joey. So they got rid of him. Yeah. Okay, I, I know they had a member that died. He wasn't one of them. Yeah, he wasn't the one that died. Yeah. So, you know, I'm never a guy that likes to miss out on stuff like that. And, you know, it's like I'm not a huge Incubus fan. You know, it's like I could barely remember more than a couple of their songs until we played them. And then I think Rise Against. Rise Against was probably great, though, weren't they? They were really good. Yeah. They that's, were really good. That's the one where I was like, I bet that was a great set. I didn't, unfortunately, I didn't stay for Prophets of Rage because um, I had parked pretty far away and it was a yeah. long walk. But uh, I heard they were good. So, uh, my MVP of the weekend, uh, well, just to kind of go through uh, a few of the favorites um, Fire from the Gods. It's a band I got into within the last few months after I decided to go to the show. Um, if you haven't heard me talk about it, they're kind of like. Uh, I feel like a very hybrid kill switch engage type sound. Uh, not as much uh, screamo element to it. There is some, but uh, you know, not as much. Um, Still Panther. Do you know much about Still Panther? No. Okay. Well, you and I like some of the '80s bands, like uh, like Motley Crue and that type of stuff. Right. Yeah. So basically, they're a they're like a parody band of the 80s metal scene. Okay. But they have really good songs, and they're very funny, funny songs. So it's like Weird Al. Yeah, and they play the hell out of those instruments. They're really good. Okay. And they kind of tell some jokes between the shows. Uh, I'm sorry, between the songs. And it's like I'd always heard of them, and I thought, oh, this is just one of those weird-ass 1980s bands that, you know, I forgot about, which is probably kind of what they're going for. Um, so they were really funny, and they were actually on the third stage and had a huge crowd. So that was cool to see. Uh, and my uh, my least favorite thing I saw uh, was I caught the end of Hailstorm set. Oh, well, we've talked about Hailstorm. I don't want to be that guy because I like I like chicks that rock. I really do. Um, I like, man, who's that band we saw? In This Moment. In This Moment. I like In This Moment. I like uh, The Pretty Reckless. Um, Both of which uh, played on Sunday. Correct. Yeah, but I, I'd seen In This Moment. I didn't I, I didn't know how to feel about seeing them outside. You know, yeah. Like, I, 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 I like, kind of didn't want to see them. I want to see them at the palace. Right. That would. Know, where the, it's their time. Yeah, yeah, and they can set it up and take it down, you know, no rush. Yeah, because their set <coughs> when we went and saw them in Lexington, their set was amazing. Yeah, and we didn't have the best seats; they weren't too bad. But even then, they probably had to, because you know this: when you go to see a show, um, traditionally, if the headliner is at like a much higher level than any other bands, the the headliner gets to use better equipment than what the other bands do. Did you know that? Yeah. I always thought that, but I had it confirmed a couple months ago 
uh, when Avenged Sevenfold was on a podcast and they were they were opening for Metallica, and you know, it's crazy. Those were probably like the two biggest bands in the world. Yeah, on the same absolutely. tour. Absolutely. Um, so I'd like to see in this moment again, but I'd like to see him uh, in Louisville, either at Mercury or the Palace. Um, but Hailstorm, man, it's like, you know, somebody from my past was a big Hailstorm fan, and I'd probably take it out. Uh, I'll go. I'll tell a little personal story. I was uh, dating somebody, and they were a huge Hailstorm fan. And she goes, "Hey, Hailstorm's coming to headliners. Can we get tickets? Can we go?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll get tickets to that." And I was like, "Who? I was like, who the hell likes Hailstorm? It's like who wants to go see them?" Uh, so of course they sell out. <laughs> and then uh. I was like, okay, well, uh, we'll drive to Cincinnati or Lexington or wherever. And I remember <laughs> uh, she was so mad. And I bought the tickets. And then it came to around that time, and it was supposed to snow and ice really bad. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to die to see a hailstorm. So <laughs> we're not going. <laughs> uh, uh, and surprisingly, that relationship didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, who would have thought? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I caught the end of the set and they were, uh, playing the song, uh, I miss the misery or oh, I, whatever. I hate the misery. <sighs> no, it is. I miss the misery. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get confused with the Paramore song. I like a lot. Misery business, which I like a lot better. Yeah, I would go see Paramore. I'd that, go see Paramore right now. Yeah. That's another example. Uh, Evanescence has a new song out. I hate it. Oh um, man. Uh, back in the day, I, I liked Evanescence quite a bit. I did too. Yeah. Um, um, their new song is just really, to me, it feels very Lady Gaga like, and it's not uh, how I. Yeah, that's what everybody wants to do now. They want to take their sound and add, kind of add that pop punk. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'll pass. Uh, Amy Lee, that's a Evanescence lead singer. Yeah. What is it with all these female bands where. <laughs> it's like the record label I think they're more interested in the female artist they're more interested in the singer so it's like a Guns N' Roses situation the female singer which is great I like female singers a lot they get to tour under the name Evanescence Paramore whatever it may be but the background members always change do you understand that? No, but I, I think it goes back to um, what they're marketing. Well, not not just that, but back in the day when you know blues bands or jazz bands, just bands in general. You know, you'd have your solid core one or two guys that did vocals. Yeah. Everybody else playing the instruments was kind of kind of filler. Who's who's at the record studio at that time? Well, I kind of have a a little history for you. Um, you probably don't know this, but I like Chuck Berry. You know, we died recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, for 20 or 30 years, maybe more, he didn't have a professional band. He just drove into town with his guitar and his amp, and he paid local musicians to play. That sounds cool on paper, but he did it so he could save money. Right. You know, when you pay people, or when you're trying to pay a real band, you have to pay for their travel and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it kind of goes into that element too. But anyway, back to Hellstorm. I just, I just couldn't stand it. It's like she's just screaming, high pitched vocals, mm-hmm. and, and 
Uh, she's got a new look now. She's got short hair. That might be, it may not even be new. Uh, but after that, Mastodon came on. They were my MVP of the show. Okay. I highly suggest, because you weren't a big Metallica fan, and you're still not a huge fan, but we went to the concert earlier this year. You liked it. Yeah, and, and for those of you listening that are just shouting blasphemy because uh, I'm not a Metallica fan, let me let me be clear. I was a fan of theirs who just didn't keep up with them. Right. You know, I, you know Master of Puppets was a, an amazing... I mean, just about... You weren't even born. Oh, I'm aware. Oh, I'm aware. Cliff Burton is what got me into playing bass guitar, and I wasn't even alive when he died. So, if that tells you anything. Um, It's just one of those things where, you know, you go through different phases in your life, and I liked Metallica, and then I moved to a different phase of my life where I quit listening to them, you know? So, a lot of the stuff that they played at the concert, I didn't know. Um, Yeah. But I well, still like the, the nice stuff that thing is that their most recent album, for my money, is the best album they made in over 20 years. So it's a good time to get back in. But Macedon, they play the, pretty close to that style to me. Obviously, they're you know very different bands, but you have more of a metal style. And you know, sorry to the folks that played Sunday. Yeah, I really, I, I know Rise Against probably played a great show. You know, Rise Against is a good band. Um, but, you know, a lot of these bands are a little bit younger. I'll get a chance to see them again. Right, exactly. I was really weirded out by um, by Nothing More because um, I, the lead singer was shirtless, which I'm fine with. Uh, you know, he's a big muscular guy, wants to show off his muscles. Plus, you know, on stage you get hot. I understand. Be 80 degrees, yeah. Whatever. Um, but what really bothered me... And this just shows you how weird I am. But he was barefoot the whole set. And I've like, actually seen one of my, the lead singer for one of my favorite bands do that. But, like, obviously I'm not on the stage. I'm not close enough to the stage to see what's on the stage. But I feel like there's a lot of things that I could step on with my barefoot. And I just, it just well, scream in pain. I'm kind of anti-feet anyways. Yeah. Like, I don't like I, feet. Like, I, I feel like that's... Uh, tetanus shot waiting to happen like i'm gonna step on a lego in front of a thousand people <laughs> oh shit you're lucky if it's a lego at a at that type of show right exactly it's just, um, i mean it was a safety hazard well uh do you know the band rival sons yeah uh their lead singer does that i don't understand it why like are you I, just I don't trying know, to be in uh, tune with the earth i don't i don't it, it might be a temperature situation uh so anyway, obviously, man, and this was the best weather we've it ever was, had for yeah. it. It was uh, rainy the first two that we, uh, well, the first one we went to was so muddy. I have a picture of somebody, like, playing in the mud. Yeah, um, I've got clothes from that day that I basically had to throw away. Yep, that's I threw how, away the shoes I was wearing. That's how terrible it was. Um, so, obviously, they're going to have it again next year. Can't wait. Because, like I said, this year was kind of a throwaway year. Got the wedding coming up. Had to watch money. Next year, it's going to be back on. And you're not getting married until 2019. So, you and I are like might be able to cut loose a little bit. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking of... Uh, so, I'm getting married in 2019. Um, I'm getting married before Louder Than Life in 2019. So, I think for 2018 Louder Than Life, I'm going to carry around a sign that says it's my bachelor party. See how many free drinks and 
free shows. Like other yeah. other things. Yeah, there was a guy walking around that had because you know we we talked about this in a previous. Uh, Did say it's my that, birthday? No, uh, mm. but we talked about this in a previous podcast where you have never passed RIP. Um, somebody was carrying around a sign that said "Tits out for Hef." <laughs> Uh, back and that was it was still fresh that weekend too. Yeah, yeah. So I I want to not that I drink anymore, but you know next year I, I probably will start drinking again. I just want to carry around a sign that says it's my bachelor party to see what all I get for free. <laughs> Why not? And uh, and I'll be there to the uh, the monitor things. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not selfish. I'll share. Oh no. No, no interest here. Oh, you don't want to you don't want a Jaeger bomb for free? Oh. If I get some certificates for the Jack Daniels tent, that'd be nice. There you go. Yeah, it killed me to pay, you know, $10 for a Jack and Coke. Um, so let's keep it to two or three. If you could have anybody show up and play next year that you've never seen or even or if you have seen them, who would you pick? Um, I would love for I see it's a tough one. Uh, I would love for Falling in Reverse to come back and play a better show. Okay. Because uh, I was very disappointed in them. Sometimes you need uh, another run. Yeah. Um, I would I would also really like to see... Um, I, honestly, I'd probably have to say Escape the Fate. I, okay. I'm a big Escape the Fate fan. And it's funny because the lead singer of Falling in Reverse used to be in Escape the Fate. But, you know, it's neither here nor there. Okay. Anybody else? Um, not not that's coming off the top of my head. What about you? See, I have something you'll like, but you've seen him before. Um, I'd like to see a day to remember. Oh, absolutely. Yes. I've never seen a day to remember. Oh, dude, I've seen him like three times, and right. it gets better every time. Okay. We were supposed to go see him this year, but I think we both got busy. Yeah. It, I, well, I thought it's this month, isn't it? I don't know. Or was it last month? I feel like it was last month. Oh, well. I'm I'm upset now. But they're one of those bands they tour every year. That's how they make their money. Um, I'd like to see uh, Rival Sons there. Uh, they've kind of morphed in one of my favorite bands. Um, who else? I had another one I was thinking of. Um, I'd kind of like to see Killswitch at a big show. Killswitch Engage. That'd be pretty good. I think uh, I think Blink would do do well there too, even though it's kind of not yeah. their scene. They're not really that heavy. How do you think Fall Boy would play there? Um, I th- I think they'd get a, a a pretty good pull. Okay. Um, it'd be different because it seems to get bigger every year. Yeah, absolutely. And because I mean, if, if I mean, we had Leonard Skinner there, and they're like a bluesy country rock, you know. Yeah, but my theory is that if you can get Ozzy Osbourne. You could get anybody. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I don't wouldn't I, I wouldn't expect to see like Metallica there because they a band like that would shut down the whole thing. Right. Uh, probably Guns N' Roses would shut down the whole thing too. Well, that um, and, and you got to think like festival money. They're not making anywhere near as much as they could if it was their own gig. And bands yeah. that are as big as Metallica and Guns N' Roses that can sell out stadiums. Why would they take one for the team? Yeah, well, like when we went to uh, Metallica, there was like 50,000, 60,000 people there just for that. Right. Uh, probably close to the same for Guns N' Roses two years yeah. ago. And, you know, or they, a year they, and would, they would truly be taking one for the team and doing it for the love of the art. 
well, to, to play a festival show at this point. That's why it kind of confused me that Ozzy was there. I know that uh, he just finished up what's supposed to be the last Black Sabbath tour. Um, yeah, I feel like you're probably going to run into repeat repeats over the next couple of years. Like I wouldn't, like I don't want to see Shine Down again. No, I've seen them uh, too many times. I wouldn't be surprised if Breaking Band came back. I'd be happy to see Breaking Band yeah. again. Um, yeah. I think you'll probably see. Uh, you'll probably see at least one band from last year um, show up. Uh, what, I forget Disturbed was there. That was probably huge. I missed Disturbed that. Disturbed was so good, man. It was so good last year. Yeah. Um, let's see. System of a Down. Oh, I would love to see. They're coming out with a new album. Really? Yeah. That's an option. See, they're, they're, they would be perfect for that. Yeah. Because they're too big to play to Palace, too big to play like a club. You know, I, I wouldn't really pencil them in to go play, um, you know, like their own uh, stadium tour in the U.S. Right. We all know metal is a lot bigger overseas. Mm-hmm. And did Avenged Sevenfold play last year? Yeah. I think they did. Yeah, they played Saturday last year. So that's two years in a row getting some of the biggest acts in the world. Right. So it used to feel like you didn't really know if anybody good was going to come. Now they keep opening the ante every year. So, yeah, man, I'm mad at myself for missing some of those shows, but, you know, I'll be back full force next year. Yeah, um, and Marilyn Manson's on tour this year. Depending on when that tour ends, he, I mean, could possibly be an option because he goes to Rock on the Range every now and then. Yeah. That's um, a festival, so I wouldn't He be just surprised. canceled 10 shows, though. Did you yeah, because yeah, he... Um, Stage prop. Yeah. Got, fell on him. Fell on him. Um, but he, he didn't cancel them. He's postponing them. He's going to go gonna make them up. Um, yeah. I'm not a big Marilyn Manson fan, but I would I would see him. I would feel terrible if I put a bunch of extra effort in to see Marilyn Manson but I didn't see Ozzy. Yeah. Shit. I mean, the only the only song that I really care about from... Beautiful uh, People. Is Beautiful People, yeah. That's, that's about it's it. It's like he's, he's probably got more. Um, let's put it this way. I know your biggest artist would never play that because like, your your favorite artist isn't a rock and roll artist. Correct? Well, my if, favorite. If you could see one artist, it would be Eminem. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, hands down. Yeah. Greatest, He's, uh, one of the one of the greatest rappers of all time. If not the. I wouldn't say the. Top three? He, I'd, I'd give him top three. I, I'm comfortable saying top three to top five. Yeah. Um, apparently his new album's done. That's yeah, it's supposed to be coming out soon. Yeah. I'm actually kind of running out of like those life-changing uh, groups. It's like I'm hoping somebody develops into it. But I never thought I would see Guns N' Roses. I never thought I would see Metallica. Uh, I'm never going to see Linkin Park now, uh, well, which is terrible. We'll see Lincoln Park. We just we'll see it. Well, you know, he was about fifty to sixty percent of it for me. Yeah. Um, Well, he was more than more than that for me. He was (laughs) he was all of it for me. Yeah. I mean, Mike Shinoda. I'll I'll give Mike Shinoda credit, but yeah, the songs that that really did right by me for for Lincoln Park was pretty much all Chester. Yeah. I tell you what, let's just keep this a music pod. We'll save some of the other stuff for later. I mean, we're already into it. Yeah. Um. 
Oh, I, I'd love to see uh, 30 Seconds to Mars. I've seen them. They're fantastic. Uh, yeah, but you saw them in a smaller venue. I'd like to see them in kind of like that nice big sing-along yeah. type of setting. Yeah. Even though like Jared Leto, he seems really into the acting again. So uh, he's going to play Hugh Hefner in a movie. That's interesting. Which is weird. Um. Although when you think about him doing like the the robes and the sport coats and the uh, yeah, it's not too tuxedos and stuff, it, it makes that's, sense. That's what he wears on a daily basis, right? Um, and I, I'm sure he has a a couple of Joker roles uh, coming up. Like uh, they're going to do a Joker and Harley movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would say that if I could hear any rock album played all the way through, that a beautiful lie. By 30 Seconds to Mars would be up at the top. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's an amazing album. This is War is another good one. Yeah. Um, I mean, 30 Seconds to Mars is just fantastic. But, yeah. I mean, honestly, like, I don't know what it is about them. They're just amazing. Yeah. Uh, is there a, a favorite rock album that's on your list? Or, like, if, you, if you're making on your list of your all-time favorite albums, you know, what's the first rock album that comes up? Um, Meteora. Meteora? Yeah. Really? Meteora and not Hybrid Theory? Yeah, Meteora. Hybrid Theory is great. Yeah. To me, it's definitely a top five album, but uh, Meteora is just a lot harder in some respects. Yeah, it's a different type of flow. Yeah, it's not as electronic-y. Because, you know, with um, Hybrid Theory, a lot of their intros were very, like, I felt like I was potentially playing a video game. Yeah, um, I guess for me, and you know, I hate to be super cliche, but every every album for me, you know, it I can trace the roots back to Appetite for Destruction, and I've probably listened to that album more than any album I've ever listened to. Um, you know, Rocket Queen, Night Train, Mr. Brownstone, Out to Get Me. There's so many good songs. Yeah. Um, now, let's kind of step out of rock and roll since that's kind of what we've been dealing with. Who's at the top of the list as far as people you've never seen? People I've never seen yeah. outside of rock and roll? Yeah. Um, I'd say Eminem, uh, okay. Drake. Um, as much as I think that he is um, terrible now, I still think it would be really cool to see Little Wayne. Uh, yeah, that's a sad story. Yeah. For me. Yeah. I'd really like to see, um, honestly, I've seen R. Kelly, but it wasn't really it was such all a that. Bad show. It was so, it was terrible. That um, was, um, if I could get my money back on any concert, that would be the one. Yeah, for sure. Um, and we even got a, a deal on those seats. It was terrible. Allegedly. Yeah. It didn't feel like one. Um, He's the only person of that stature I've ever gone to see that didn't have an opener. Yeah, that was really weird. Um, I would, honestly, I, I'd, I'd see Pink. I'd probably see Pink. She's got a tour coming. She'll be the Yum Center. Yeah. Um, she's got some pretty good stuff. And uh, you've seen Katy Perry, haven't you? I did, yeah. I was like five rows from, from the stage. Now, is that was that her uh, teenage dream 
yeah time period mm-hmm. so probably the second album yeah it was her second album because the first set was uh the I kissed a girl and I liked it mm-hmm. um and then second album was teenage dream that's like Pete Katy Perry yeah she went a little wacky well I went I got that close because of the girlfriend that I was dating at the time and you know let's face it if you're a guy and you're 18, 19 years old, you most likely thought Katy Perry was hot. So I mean, she's still hot now, but she's weird. She's doing she's she's taking the Miley Cyrus road. Yeah. You know, to uh I was like, Oh, I gotta be wacky. Yeah. You know, to, to get attention now. But but the Katy Perry show was it was it was a good show. Um, you know, I really liked it. Um, yeah. it was it was better than the R. Kelly show. I'll tell you oh, that. Yeah. yeah. And uh I bet Katy Perry had an opener. She did. It was uh, Janelle Monet. That was probably interesting, if nothing else. Yeah. Um, it was before she got big, you know. Before yeah. Before her yoga. Yeah. Now, you haven't... I know at one point you were slated to go see Lady Gaga. Yeah, I was supposed to go a couple years ago. And She's, uh, um, ended up having to work. Yeah, I can't really get a grasp on her. Uh you know, you and I, we listen to everything. Uh, we're not country music guys. Uh, I like Chris Stapleton, but he's more of a blues. You ever listen to him? Yeah, he's open for Guns N' Roses. That's right, but I wasn't sure if you listened to his album or not. No, I, I mean, I listened to that song that he did with Justin Timberlake for the some awards. CMA show. Awards. Good stuff. Uh, but yeah, I've never been able to get into Lady Gaga. Yeah, I mean, I, I would... I would love to see Lady Gaga just because I think it would be a weird, like, fun show, you know? But her, her music kind of, like, eh, kind of what it is. I feel like it's not really for us. Yeah, right, right. It's for, it's just for a different crowd. You right. know, a crowd that enjoys the dance club type now, of thing. Um, I would love to see, I've already seen Bruno Mars, but I would love to see him again after 24 Karat Magic. <sighs> Yeah, um, now talk about a, a a hefty ticket price. Right, that was insane. I've never seen concert tickets insane. like that. Insane. I would love to see Justin Timberlake. Yeah, Justin Timberlake and Bruno Mars could do two shows mm-hmm. when they come to Louisville. Yep, they should. Yeah, um, and I'm excited that Justin Timberlake's doing the Super Bowl. Because um, you know, last year was was last year was Lady Gaga. Last year was Lady Gaga. The previous three years, it feels like, was Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce. Uh, I think Bruno Mars did one of those years. Mm-hmm. One Republic and, did another one. It was the One Republic. It was uh, Coldplay. Coldplay. Same same thing. Now, how do you feel about Coldplay? That's a good question. I actually like Coldplay. Um, you and I are probably in the minority, it feels like. Yeah, I like um, a good friend of mine from work. It, it's, they're his favorite band. Um, I like Coldplay. Um, Can you tell me the first name of that person? Which one is it? His his name's Chad. You haven't met him. Uh, Yeah. Um, I think I met him on a poker night. Yes, you did meet him on a poker night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I wasn't playing poker. I was doing other stuff. I wasn't playing poker either. I was watching TV. (laughs) Yeah. No one was playing poker. Even, like... Okay, never mind. That's a that sounds like an off the air story. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, 
But yeah, um, I mean, Coldplay is good. Um, I really, you know, if I want to mellow, you know, nothing too hard. If I, you know, yeah, put them I think, on, uh, change of pace. I think Clocks is still one of the best songs of the the twenty uh, first century. Yeah, I really yeah. do. Um, so yeah, we talked about Coldplay. Is there any band out there other than Hailstorm or any artist that you just can't stand? You too. I'm I'm right there with you. It's like I can handle like three or four of their songs, but I had this conversation with my dad because you know U two's been around a long time. My dad was in his late twenties or thirties when U two hit, and I was like, I don't understand who, like who their uh, demographic is. You know, it's like um, they're not really pop music to me. They don't really hit a consistent rock and roll vibe, at least what I think of what a rock star is. And they just seem cheesy to me. They're like if... uh, It's like if you made up what a rock band that was the most undangerous rock band in the world. Undangerous. (laughs) Yeah. Like like Coldplay. But... Coldplay to me isn't a rock band. You know, they're a pop band that plays instruments. Yeah. But U2 is supposed to be a rock band. And, you know, they write some, they write good songs. I, but when I listen to their music, I'm like, who's this for? Like, who's supposed to be enjoying this? I feel the same way about Kesha. Oh, I, I like the, um, her, her first hit, Don't Stop or whatever. Oh, I like that one. You bought a lot of Kesha stock early on. I, I did. Re- I remember that. Yes, I was like, she's the next. You know, you're she's. Like, you're like she's hot. She's got good music. Like I, she's I, got the look down. Exactly. I was like she's she's the next star, and boy was I wrong. I, I mean, she's, she's still a star. No, no, she's not. Well, I had this conversation <laughs> with my fiance the other day because she's getting annoyed now because. I predict when things fail. Like the whole new Jennifer Lawrence movie, Mother, that that bombed. Have you heard about that movie? Yeah. It got an F cinema score. And uh, we saw the preview. And she goes, oh, Jennifer Lawrence, I want to see that. I was like, okay, let's do the math. It comes out next week. This is the first time you've heard of it. That's going to be a shitty movie. Nobody's going to go see it. Let's Let's do the math. It's got Jennifer Lawrence in it. Like can can America please stop their their love? Are you are you done? Are you done the, with Jennifer Lawrence? Yes. Can we stop with the love and affection and and just overall like in fasc, fascination with Jennifer Lawrence? Yes, she's from Louisville. I don't care. Yeah. I, you know who else was is from Louisville? Um, Bryson Tiller. I can't tell I you. I can't I tell you a single one, song that he put that he sings. That that's a generation behind us. Yeah, I I don't listen to I don't listen to his music. At least I think I know I know some people that are our age that like Bryson Tiller, but like I'm not gonna listen to a rap star younger than me. No. Yeah, you know, that, that's like I can barely handle the NBA players are younger than me. I can't handle hip hop stars it's, younger than me. It's hard to put your mind around that. Like looking at people that just got drafted they're like 20 21 years old and like are you freaking kidding me like i'm 26 and i'm sitting on my couch 
Yeah. And for me, that used to be about the money. It's not about the money anymore. It's it's just weird. But yeah, Bryson Tiller, I don't know anything about him. I mean, God help me if I find out Kendrick Lamar is younger than us, but I don't think he is. Even even if he is, he's seen some things. Yeah. He's got an old soul by by lack of design, not by design. Um, but have I ever been wrong about an artist? Have I ever said they're not going to make it and they made it? No. That you can think of? Not really. I, I don't know. I, I have I have a... I don't have a, a gift for saying when things are going to succeed. I have a gift for saying when they're going to fail. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I told her, I was like, you know, a, a movie that you see advertisement for it for the first time a week out, it's it's going to be bad. But because they, they test movies with audiences before they put them out to figure out how much marketing they need to do. And I don't know. And uh, same thing with albums now. And it's like, when was the last time you went and purchased an album? Last time I went and purchased an album was Machine Gun Kelly's newest one. That's one of the... That's one of those where I'm, I'm not on board. But, uh, uh, well, see, the, the reason that I like, I, I bought it day it came out. And um, the the reason I did was because he had came to Louisville and it his CD came out like the next week. Yeah. Um, so I was still on my Machine Gun Kelly high, as it were, from seeing him live. I was like, yes, I, I'm getting this album. Um, the yeah. album's nowhere near as good as his older stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it's still good. You know, there's, it's still, I still put it up there above a lot of other established yeah. artists. Um, He opened for Fall Boy on a tour that you saw him, right? No, he no? opened, um, I, when I saw him, he was, uh, he was the main act. He was the main attraction. He didn't open for them He was ever? No. Uh, he was opening for Lincoln Park this year on their tour. When you um, went to see Fall Out Boy, who opened? Uh, Wiz Khalifa. That's who it was. Yeah. They, they kind of operate, they interesting operate in the same space to me. Really? Yeah. Wiz so, Khalifa had like a inflatable blunt or something. Yes. Right? It was massive. It was hilarious. Yeah. And then they and then they had um, inflatable like eyeball balloons that were like, like super bloodshot red. red. <laughs> Another culture I don't really explore much it was funny because i went with uh i went with lee and he was singing along to pretty much every Wiz khalifa song you're just and like i was just fallout boy coming i was just bopping to the music you know having a good time uh yeah and then when fallout boy came out it was completely opposite. completely opposite yeah um i could tell you most of the stuff from the first two records for fallout boy but after that it gets a little murky for me even though they have a lot of stuff i like um how do you feel about panic at the disco i love them yeah, I saw they them. They grew on me. I saw them at Purdue uh, last year, maybe two years ago. I think "Death of the Bachelor" is one of the best songs. Yes, absolutely. Uh, that song is amazing. Um, I also really like Miss Jackson. Miss Jackson. Jackson is fantastic. It's an awesome song. They don't. They don't cover no Outkast Miss no. Jackson, do they? No, that That'd would be, be a travesty. Yeah, I'm upset that you saw Outkast and I didn't. Oh, dude, it was the best show I've ever been That's, to. That's one of the worst things that's ever happened to me. Is like, that you saw Outcast, yeah, <laughs> and I didn't go. It was so good. It was so good. And that's probably never happening again. I mean, it was like a three-hour set. Just extravaganza. Uh, that was a forecastle. Yeah. 
Okay. And I'm never, probably never going back to Forecastle because that's a lot of like indie bands. It's and, fucking expensive too. Well, it's super expensive, way more expensive than Louder Than Life It's like 120 bucks a day. But it's not really my scene. Like when your main attraction's Cage the Elephant, sorry, I'm not interested. Yeah. Like, I'll I, pass. I've seen Cage the Elephant at a show and it was pretty good. I think they opened for the Black Keys, which was a good show. See, I'm not a big fan of them either. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, you don't really operate in that Black Keys, Cage Delph, and Kings of Leon no. type space. No, uh, my sex is not on fire. That's <laughs> not what I've heard. <laughs> um, I think Kings of Leon is a great band, but it, they operate in a different space than somebody like A Day to Remember or, or even Panic at the Disco. Uh, a band like Kings of Leon, they don't have a they don't have an edge. You know, and neither does... Kings of Elephant might have an edge, but Kings of Leon has no edge anymore. You know, they used to, but... And it's always painful when you hear a song by a band and then you go back and their first two albums or three albums are so much better than whatever broke them wide. Mm-hmm. Like, I could go the rest of my life and never hear the most popular Kings of Leon songs. Like, use somebody and sex on fire and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, Outcast. I yeah, we don't really fit that hippie vibe. Yeah, the forecastle hits. Yeah, you, you've really got to like have dreadlocks, not bathe for months. <laughs> yeah, I'll just pass. Well, um, if my morning jacket went, I know they went a couple years ago. They did. I like them. Um, it, the way it always works at Forecastle is that they've got one band the whole weekend mm-hmm. and it's more expensive than any other show. Yeah. They've got a bunch of, I guess, mid-tier indie bands that you've probably never heard of that fill, I can out, see, um, that fill out the day and then they have one big headliner at night and that headliner gets as much time as they want. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. Uh, one thing that is kind of interesting about Louder Than Life is that it feels very regimented. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of good. It's like uh, I saw I saw Macedon the other day, as I said, and there was no fat on that set. No banter. 45 minutes of just kicking ass. Yeah. I mean, Incubus um, even said, like, as they were going, or no, sorry, it wasn't Incubus. It was Stone Sour. Like, all right, you know, we're running out of time here, but I got a couple more songs for you. Yeah. Like, I would say Prophets of Rage and Ozzy probably went on a little longer. Uh, doesn't it kill you that I'm pretty sure that Shine Down closed louder than life a couple years ago? They did. It's like, what the fuck? Sorry for the language. On our NBA podcast, we're doing, we're doing no cursing. You See can't me? censor me. <laughs> I'll bleep you out. I will not be censored. But can you, can you just imagine being the person putting a festival together? It's like, oh, I'm closing out my weekend. Let's get Shine Down up in here. Yeah, that that's gotta be like your plan C. Yeah. Like that's your worst case scenario. That reminds me of like Nickelback playing Fourth of July shows, even though they're from Canada. Okay. <laughs> that's interesting. That's well, you know, I'm a we're WWE fans. Yeah. And every year they do tribute to the troops. Great show, great cause. They always have Nickelback playing. It's like Chad Kroger's not from America. Right. You remember the Nickelback show we went to? Yeah. 
Don't remind me. I've seen Nickelback twice. But, I mean, Sick Puppies was there. Breaking Ben was there. Breaking Ben. You know, yeah, the, the I'm, okay with one, suffer, I'm okay with suffering through Nickelback if I get to see Sick Puppies and Breaking Ben. But Nickelback was the headliner. Look. And you know, we stayed. We stayed because of your girl. Man. And I had some Nickelback stock back in the day. You know, I think everybody did. You know, this back is how you remind happened. me. Right. You know, when they put out uh, I Want to Be a rock star, that's when it was over. Yeah. I mean, you got Ted Nugent in your music video. It's not working. Well, I think what worked for them is they were a very good, like, transition away from Creed for a lot of people. It was slightly better than Creed. Yeah. Um, but they all those bands hit that post-grunge right. thing pretty hard. It's like... Uh, I feel like that era of music ended pretty quickly. But honestly, I feel like a lot of stuff we have is, is still that post-grunge. Like, people go see Seether still. Well, Seether's kind of evolved from where they first were, you know? Eh, not to me. Uh, who else did I see on that tour? Bush. Oh, Bush is good, though. Bush you is a good band. Bush is a good... That was a good band. Uh, can't believe that the lead singer messed up Gwen Stefani. That just seems like a bad play. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now, no doubt, that was a good band. Yeah, that was a really good band. Uh, if they do, uh, if no doubt, went on tour. That'd be a huge, mm-hmm. huge tour. Yes, it would. All right, so let's just close it out with this. Uh, so you said your number one artist to see would probably be Eminem. Without question, Eminem. Okay, hands down. Who would you want as Eminem's opener? As Eminem's opener, I'd probably want Childish Gambino. Wow. That just blew my mind. <laughs> that doesn't happen much because I put those scenarios together all the time. But Childers Gambino, oh man. Donald Glover is like, if you take Donald Glover out of this world, there's so many things gone that I love. Right. Music. Have you watched the Atlanta TV show? No. Oh, I've man. heard amazing it, It's the best show I, that came out all I don't year. even know what channel it comes on. You get it on Hulu. Okay. You can have. have, you can, I have Hulu, so I'll you can, have to check it out. Yes. Hulu, whatever you got to do. It's the best show of the year. I mean, it won, uh, it won a award this year, didn't it? He won two Emmys for it. And he's just one of those people, man. It's like he, everything we've ever talked about doing, he's done it. Yep. Uh, Stand up, music. He was in Community, one of my all time favorite shows. He's going to be in a Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. It's like, he man, was in a Transformers movie. Was he in a Transformers movie? Yep, he sure was. Which one? He was in the one with Mark Wahlberg. The most recent one? Yeah. Last night? Yeah, he was... Uh, well... He, was, he wasn't... That wasn't him. Well, there there's, there's one that he was in where he was this really nerdy scientist that like lived in his office. You're talking about The Martian. Maybe. How dare you? The Martian was a great film. <laughs> How that you? was a good, you know, I, I <laughs> cannot stand Matt Damon, but that is a good movie. The Martian is a good movie. <laughs> oh, man. What is it with you and Matt Damon? I hate him. Just I, don't like, like, I don't like Ben Affleck either. Uh, yeah, and he's our Batman for at least one more movie. Yeah. 
I mean, he was actually an okay Batman. I'll give so, him a little credit for that. So it, let's, let me put it this this way: you hate Matt Damon so much that you made it a Transformers movie. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It does. And I inserted Mark Wahlberg instead of Matt Damon. <laughs> uh, but yeah, back on topic. Uh, if I if I had the perfect the dream concert, it'd be childish. Opening for Eminem. Okay. Um, I think I would go with... Uh, let's see. I like Father John Misty, but I, I haven't liked him long enough for this. I would have Kendrick Lamar opening up for Outcast. Oh, that'd be pretty badass. Yeah. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah. So we'll leave you on that. Uh, other than one more question, uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I think that's the full title comes out this week. Um, we are not Blade Runner experts. We do like science fiction. So is that something you're planning on seeing? Yeah, I'm gonna see it. Just, okay, just for the science fiction aspect of it, I'm gonna check it out. Plus, I like Ryan Gosling. Yeah, he's you know, pretty good. I know the chicks dig him, but he's a good actor. Yeah, and uh, Harrison Ford's in it. How can you go wrong? Yeah, he's better than uh, ben, than Matt Damon. Fuck yeah. <laughs> he's a thousand times better than yeah. Matt Damon and I'm not a mean, like a Matt Damon hater I just like why he had two good movies We Bought a Zoo and The Martian have you heard do you know all the, like the pranks that Jimmy Kimmel and Matt Damon play on each other yes okay so at the Emmys they do a video where Jimmy Kimmel he's he's in the theater watching We Bought a Zoo and he said what I love about Matt Damon's performance is that it's like he can you tell he's working so hard. It's so <laughs> effortful. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, this has been episode 11 of the Nerds Landing Podcast. Uh, this has been Josh and Scott. You have a good week. See ya.